before going on to the ayat that was just recited just to discuss a little bit more about something that came up yesterday in passing the aspect of the things that create the sweetness among the things that we discussed was salam and smiling Now, as mentioned, last night perhaps this came, or it's one of the other discussions, that what is extracted from the experience of people, that can be called something that it was tried and tested and now, mashallah, it's proven to be very, very effective, it's proven to be very useful and beneficial that can be given the description of tried and tested something that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave us there is no question about trial and test that is already 100% effective that now depends on how we use it kind of yaqeen and conviction with which we apply it then accordingly you will get the benefit of it. The benefit is there. It's not that the benefit had to be tried and tested by anybody. There are some, there are some, there are some times some a'mal, for, for, for example, the recitation of certain uh, kalimat, some asma'ul husna, etc. And there are some kitabs that have these compilations of all these various things. A person decides this so many times and this will be the benefit. Sometimes these things are described as tried and tested. The reason being that that particular, particular effect was not something that has been men- mentioned in any hadith sharif. That was the experience of people that this particular uh, name from the Asma'ul Husna, if it is repeated so many times for certain objective, then that becomes effective for that purpose. So that is a different matter altogether. It is a different matter altogether. It is a different matter altogether. But what has been given, given, given to us directly in the Quran Sharif, in the Ahadith of Rasulullah there is no question about trial and test. So coming back to the issue that was mentioned yesterday about One is the prescriptions for being miserable. Obviously nobody wants such a prescription. But that's what we go about doing. That what wasn't even prescribed, we nevertheless that's what we consume, that's what we take and that's what we do. But the opposite of it will apply 
that there are prescriptions for happiness which have been given to us. Among those prescriptions as mentioned, salam. So now this is to be applied, is to be applied, is to be applied and it is amazing that how much of emphasis has been placed on salam. Salam is a greeting, so it's among the adab, it's among the etiquettes that a person should greet when he meets somebody. So now something that is part of the adab and etiquette, you don't expect it to be emphasized at a very high level, high level, high level. But if we think about it, that in the Quran Sharif, there is the discussion of salam, and on more than one occasion this is discussed, when the guest came to Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam, he also, the issue of his salam is mentioned, salam qawmun munkaroon, you are strange people, salam to these people who are strange, you don't know who they are. Now it's an etiquette, it's adab, but the Qur'an Sharif is giving us the guidance. The Qur'an Sharif is very, very concise and very uh, comprehensive. The Qur'an Sharif, the details of how many rakats in every salah, in every salah, in every salah, that too is not mentioned. The command of salah is repeatedly mentioned, but the details of how many rakats in every salah, that Rasulullah Sallallahu explained, but entering the home with salam, the Quran Sharif mentioned. So now something that the Quran Sharif is going into that detail, and in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu when encouraging this and when advising it, doesn't just say make salam, afshus salam, spread it, make it common. So are these just for the sake of just making people? he'll find that, okay, we greeted them. It's far deeper than that. And the benefits, we will never ever be able to comprehend in totality. But just this much is so obvious that if a person, for example, has walked into a house, a person left the house and he left without salam, entered without salam, it's already such a negative situation. I entered without salam and just quietly went away, past everybody was there. Everybody is going to be very concerned, what happened here now? What's wrong? So the person just barged out of the house, no salam and went away. They're going to leave everybody in a negative state. They didn't even make salam and went away. Now just the making of the salam or neglecting it, what an effect? made the salam, it left a positive effect. Neglected it, it already did it, it already threw everything in the negative. And that's this, this, when something has been given to us for an objective, so salam is for the objective of salamati, that peace, that good feeling, so neglecting it will bring the opposite. It is not that it's just that do this, so you'll get the benefit, and if you don't do it, nothing. No. The mafhum of that applies also. Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala, now, this is all linked up, so we're talking about these things that bring sweetness into people's lives, into people's homes, into people's environments, and that is what's so much required in the time that we are in, more than perhaps ever before, Allah knows, 
because of the extent of bitterness all around. Illa mashallah, somewhere or the other, there's some bitterness of every, in every angle, somewhere, something, so much of bitterness everywhere. So the thing is to now bring back the sweetness. And we can understand that what value Deen puts to the sweetness, but these asbab of the sweetness are being explained in the Quran Sharif. In the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gives us the aspect of, in fact before the Hadith Sharif, right in the Quran Sharif, how many places the aspect of Ihsan, Ihsan is mentioned, being, doing Ihsan, doing Ihsan to others. Ihsan now is a very comprehensive term. Anything and everything that will be of a benefit to the next person is all included in the Ihsan. Being of benefit to the next person, even smiling at him is part of the Ihsan too. Though that has, has been separately highlighted. To the extent that that has been given the level in the, level in the, level of sadaqa. That to smile at somebody for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala is sadaqa. Sadaqa is such a great ibadat in itself. And a smile, what a smile, what does it take? Sadaqa, in terms of monetary sadaqa, a person still has to spend something. But smiling, what does it take? But that has been given the level of sadaqa. When a person gives somebody some sadaqa, so it creates some happiness in the heart of that person who needed it or who received it, whatever, whether he needed it or not, but he received something, human feeling, he'll feel happy about it. So, when a smile has been given that level of sadaqa, it means that this too is a very great thing, that sadaqa has such great rewards, etc. This is being elevated to that level. So why? This is among those asbab that bring that benefit of bringing that peace, that happiness, that sweetness. So Shariat is placing such a great value on this, that the person who is using these asbab to bring about that sweetness, he is being given this great reward for it. The Quran Sharif we are mentioning about, now this Ihsan, إِنَّ رَحْمَةَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ مِّنَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ إِنَّ رَحْمَةَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ مِّنَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Allah Ta'ala's Rahmat is close to the, those who make Ihsan. All these various different meanings of Ihsan. One is Ihsan fil ibadat those who perform their ibadat with ihsan and ta'abudallaha ka'annaka tara ila akhiri and included in that is ihsan ala al-ibad like ihsan of the servants of Allah Ta'ala that too is part of it because muhsirin is comprehensive so now rahmat of Allah Ta'ala when a person has received the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala what's left for him to receive so everything Allah Ta'ala's rahmat is not Allah Ta'ala's rahmat is not short of anything and a person has become the recipient of Allah Ta'ala's Rahmat, then what's left for him to ask for? Left for him to ask for. That's the sum total of everything. And, and Allah Ta'ala is saying that the Rahmat of Allah Ta'ala is close to the Muhsinin. So one is the wording, what message it gives, that the person who is, one who does Ihsan, Allah's Rahmat is close to him. The other part of it is, that, 
Ihsan is a sabab of rahmat. So one is the mantuk, what is the text, but the other is the illati that is being that is deduced. That rahmat, the sabab and the illat of that rahmat is ihsan. That too is being expressed in Zayat, that if a person wants that rahmat, then that rahmat, the means of gaining it, is to make ihsan. And then these have a third dimension as well. The third dimension is what is the mafhum and mukhalif of it. The other opposite side of it, that the person who is devoid of ihsan, Allah Ta'ala's rahmat is far away from him. That too comes out of the same ayat. So now, just to understand this in the context of one household, for example. So the whole prescription for that sweetness in that household is in this one, one ayat. Because everything revolves around this. For that smooth functioning, for that happiness, for that peace, for that uh, unity of the hearts. That ihsan in all its different dimensions, there's some level of ihsan which is further than wajib, some level of ihsan which is mustahab, all these different categories of the ihsan, but in all the categories this is applicable, where it's farz, it will be farz. It's ihsan, but of a farz category, a person has to do it, he's got no choice in it, fulfilling the rights, fulfilling the rights that are compulsory upon him. So it's not even described as ihsan there because it's an obligation from Allah Ta'ala's side, but in the sense that he's doing something for somebody else, benefiting them, in the Lumi sense, and li- literally speaking, it's Ihsan. But in terms of the Hukab of Sharia, this Hukab of Sharia, this compulsory. So in any case, just to understand in that one context, if every person adopts this Ihsan, so this Rahmat of Allah Ta'ala is going to be so close. The Rahmat of Allah Ta'ala is close. So what's left to, to now ask for? Everything is there. And now in the light of this, that Hadith Sharif can be understood, وَأَحْسِنْ إِلَى مَنْ أَسَاءَ إِلَيْكَ That if somebody has lit a fire, and somebody else also lights a fire, it will be two fires. So one person has made isa'at, he has done something negative, he has done some harm to someone, said something that was hurtful maybe, said something that was not appropriate, so it's human, so it's human nature, you get hurt, you get hurt. That's part of insan now, that's his emotions, human nature. But this is where Walaman Sabara Walaman Sabara wa Ghafara in Nazalika Lamin Azmil Umur. There's something called courage. It's something that people of courage can now come forward. Quran is inviting now. You've got courage now come forward. Walaman Sabara wa Ghafara person who can adopt that sabr and forgive, this is some, this is courageous. This is a person with azm. So now, so now, somebody has made isa'at, he's done something which is negative, harmful, wrong. So that's a fire he's lit up. And somebody else now pours fuel into that fire, that was going to be the outcome. So how will that house function then? How will that home ever survive? So what is being explained? 
Ahsin ilaman asaili. Pour water over the fire. Pour water over the fire. Make ihsan. Now that ihsan, inna rahmatullahi qadibun minal muhsinin. Allah's rahmat is going to come. Why won't that fire get extinguished? So now these are the asbab that create that sweetness. So the prescriptions are there. It's clear cut. But at the same time, it's a thing to also consider that it's not just something that if it is done, so a person will get the benefit. Otherwise, nothing lost. No, this is a two-way thing. Opposite also applies. The converse that Bafum and Mukhalif also applies. Rahmat is close to those who make ihsan and those who neglect that ihsan, that rahmat is far away from them. It's not that well, they are also in a neutral position. They get distanced from that rahmat. Like the aspect of Be kind to your parents. So now there's one dimension is that a person who will be fulfilling this command, so he will gain Allah Ta'ala's special mercy because now he's fulfilling it. The opposite of it has got two levels. Now one is Ihsan, the opposite will be Isha'at, or to be unkind. But it is not only that that is prohibited. One is being unkind, which is now of a very extreme level. And the other is not being kind. Not being unkind either, but not making ihsan either. So, bilwalidin ihsana, one is adabul ihsan, and the other level is isha'at. So, while ihsan is commanded, both these are on the negative side. Obviously, the difference between the two is obvious also. That adabul ihsan, not making ihsan, and isha'at, being unkind, these are worlds apart in themselves, but both are forbidden. Meaning where the opportunity of ihsan is there, the of ihsan is there, the of ihsan is there, and the person doesn't make that ihsan, that too is wrong. And to go beyond that, that is even worse. So, this is the aspect that on the one side we've been given these prescriptions, and these prescriptions are there for us to benefit from. So, this aspect of salam, smiling, ihsan, these things the world will still keep finding out. After centuries, they'll find out. That's not, our iman is not based on what the scientists will find out, but our iman is based on what the beast also gave us. Perhaps last year in Ramadan, something came up about the so-called smile therapy. Now they have found that smiling is not just a human reaction, but there's so much of benefits that come out of smiling. The person who smiles said found that found that smiling helps to reduce blood pressure and it reduces stress levels. And when a person smiles, then it gives off uh, well all these things are the reaction of some endorphins and laros bliss, what not. All these things have this effect on the body. Now they started finding the health benefits of smiling. So now they went into deeper, they found there's more than a dozen types of smiles. You can carry on trying to research that. Nabi Islam gave it to us in one word. Walo antalqa akhaka bi wajhin talq. One way it's 
narrated of Taliq, Talq, Taliq. So all has been explained to us in one word that don't regard any good act as trivial even if it means smiling at your fellow Muslim brother. Now, why would this be given in that context? Because this is generally regarded as something minor, something nothing great to do. But the benefits of that, when Nabi Islam is presenting it in this manner, the benefits will carry on till Qiyamah trying to research it, we won't get to the depth of it. We won't be able to uncover everything. But slowly the world will scratch past some things and find one, two things here and there. But that, our Iman is not based on that. That because the scientist said something. Sometimes people get very excited when some scientific, when some scientific, when some scientific discovery comes up and that scientific discovery now appears to be something that is in conformance to something that has been mentioned in the Hadith Sharif. So now people start circulating that and start, whereas that is not something to get excited about. Because to start off with our Iman is not based on that. Then the science, how often science keeps changing. So now today they found that this is it. Tomorrow they'll make a mistake and say no it's not this. So now those who brought the Iman on the science, they say no the scientific discovery was no it's not this. Now currently there's all this virus testing is carrying on. Now there are those whose old Iman is on the test. And the other scientists are saying that this is a very flawed thing. The margin of error is so wide that more often than not you can expect that this result was a flawed result. Now those whose Iman is on the test, so one minute they'll flip on the side that no, this is it. Then now if suddenly more scientists say that this whole thing is flawed, now their old Iman will flip on the other side. And then they'll come out with some other test, now this is it. So then science is not a basis for anything. So that's not something to get excited about. At the most, that well, they came to find out now only, we knew it for a long time. So there's nothing to, yes, for somebody who only believes in that, so on the note of, that well, take it from your own source. Not that because this has increased our Iman in any way. But if you want it, then there's from your own source, there's it. What you believe in, so that's your belief, so there's it from your belief. But we don't need that. And neither is that a source of any excitement for us. Because if a person now, his young child came to him, and he said he worked it out, 2 plus 2, he managed to work it out, equals 4. So now he's so overjoyed about it. So now his elder brother who is now in, doing match in university, now he's coming to try and explain to him, now see how I worked it out, this 2 beats here, another 2, and I put it together, I got 4. So now he's jumping for joy about it. So now that he could do something else. <laughs> What's he going to be excited about, excited about, excited about that? He is long past that, past that. That doesn't make any difference to him. So that's the whole reality, whole reality of all this. That these scientific discoveries that seem to now, the word to say endorse is a terrible insult. How can it be something in science, Nauzubillah endorsing something Allah Ta'ala gave us, Nabi Islam gave us? It's like saying that that one-year-old child is trying to endorse something his brother in university is doing. So, Dean gave it to us already, we have it. Science happened to now, just discover something we already had. Khair, that was something that just came, by the way. So, the point is, this, this was something that Latala was whatever is meant, inshallah, Latala make it beneficial for me, for all of us. That these are things that are 
to be uh, to be now enhanced in the times that, that we live there's so, there's so much of gloom all around people's people's himmat is so low people are on such a low ebb in everything and then then there's so much things things that are then done to even further just crush everything crush everything this is the time to now increase this asbab of this rahmat this asbab of the sweetness which inshallah will increase that himmat and more than anything to do it with the niyat that these have been given to us in the Quran and Sunnah so obviously this is what will bring us closer to Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq